Hey everybody, welcome back to Visions, Veiled and Violent. Last episode, the stragglers of our intrepid band of Hanatas dispatched with the final Viper before racing after Moore and the kidnapped children. Coming face to face with the Gooey Cube, Moore held out long enough for the arrival of her fellow Zadis, but eventually both she and Adwale would fall to the monster's corrosive attacks. Placing themselves between the Gooey Cube and the would-be sacrifices of Vezi and Smedley, Jericho, Luthander, and Nevitz finally brought an end to the gelatinous aberration, defying Vezi's vision of their horrible deaths, at least for now. With two party members on death's door and no known exit to the underground lair, the party is not yet out of danger. With that, back to the story. So in the aftermath of Nevitz's improbable felling of this alchemical monstrosity that very nearly killed all of the Zadis, there is a deathly quiet that falls over the room. Moore and Adwale on the ground still struggling for life. The stench of that antiseptic smell rising up over the remains of the creature filling the air. Mm. And then sound of Smedley saying, That was awesome! I knew you could do it, Lathander! You're the best! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lathander, uh, I got... I'm, I'm exhausted. I just nod. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I'll put my hand on Stephen or on um, on Nevitt's shoulder, and I'll be like, "Lucander." Yeah. Like I shrug, like looking at Nevitt's, like, right, <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, I mean, Nevitt is too concerned to begrudge Luthander's hero worship from Smedley, and he is racing down to Adwale first and calling for you all to. Get, get to more. And yeah, we he, he is going to, he wants to do a um, medicine check. I don't know if we have to let them do one more roll before we do those or not, mm. Nate. Uh, no, med- make the medicine check first. I'm, I'm feeling, again, let's, why not be a magnanimous in, in light of your victory? Mm-hmm. I've got a plus two. I need to get a natural eight on this. Mm. I, got a I, got a four, I got a 14, so Edwale is stable. Nice. Right. I'm going to roll more. Plus three. 16, 19. All right. Stable. Well, that's also going to stabilize more. Uh, as the, the, the kids, uh, still hogtied, are, are, are beaming, <laughs> smiling from ear to ear, that the, the heroes, as promised, managed to turn everything around, and now nothing bad could possibly happen. Oh, foreshadow. I'm going to cut them loose. I'm going to go over to Smedley and have a little chat about teamwork. <laughs> uh, so this was a team effort and we are going to need to be really quiet here on out. Can you do that, Smedley? Thanks. Yeah, just, brother, I can be so quiet. It's just <laughs> no problem. Okay. As quiet as you could possibly imagine. Okay. C- can I suggest we get the kids together and ask them they saw anything that we didn't on the way through. I mean, I doubt they did. Yep. So, Vezi just nods sagely and is like, it's like, oh, oh yeah, we saw that uh, they were going to feed us to the, the cube, and they're going to feed the other kids to the cube, too. Vezi, uh, uh, what other kids are, are down here? She looks at you like, like a little, like you're a tad slow. The other kids <laughs> that the, the monsters took. Did they say what direction these other children were being held? Are they down the stairs? Are they through one of these other doorways? Vezi just gives sort of a shrug, like, I don't know. As always. 
that. Don't, don't pursue additional questions. You'll only be angry. There's a... Can I ask... Okay. Can you use your sight to help us find a way out? Find those kids and find a way out. Just right now. Maybe. Nate, can we search the bodies of the Garnithians and then if there's anything that's left inside the goo of the gooey cube that might be usable? Sure thing. So, inside the cube, you find a silver bracelet, a large thigh bone, some wool stockings, a goat skull, ten silver coins, seven gold coins, a partially dissolved goat, and half of a rat. And the is it Garnith, uh, Garnithian? Nothing on them except for broken old. Oh, sword. They, they got dissolved. Okay, is that that's not ma- a magic bracelet? It happens to be a bracelet of healing or something. Uh, I guess there's only one way to find out. If people want to take up guard, I can take ten minutes to ritual cast identify. That ring has. Oh, you have identify. Identify. Yeah. Go ahead and use it. <laughs> Freaking ring. Ring. Well, first, first of all, do detect magic with the ring. I just like think the ring is just like actually my ring. Can uh, be detect magic. Wonky. Oh, that's once per long rest. Yeah, but you want, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you but you yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. so as you, uh, as you as the ring glows, it detects nothing magical among the remains of the cube. Don't use the identifier. Okay. Um, and just for rules clarification, Adwale and more are. Stable, but still at zero hit points. Unconscious. Yeah, they're 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 not able to be ambulatory anytime soon, but they are they're in no danger of death for now. And there's a door to our south, and there's a door across the hallway. Correct. Door across the hallway, door to the south, and stairs going down. Uh, what do you think about? I mean, never. So we basically we're trying to get out of here as quickly as possible. Do you agree? Nevitz looks up at Luthan and says, there's more children trapped down here, Luthan. So I think uh, Jericho, um, she kind of like walks out to this pile of goo, reaches in, um, kind of like gingerly picks up that thigh bone, starts wiping it off with like her smock, and then looks over at Vezi and imitating her voice. Oh yeah, the gooey cube's going to kill you all. And then I like look at the guts on the ground and I look over at her, and then, like, the, the text appears next to my face. Was this not the cube that was supposed to kill us? Vezzy gives a little shrug, like, I'm just a kid, what do I know? No, I mean, was it... Did your vision happen the way it was? Is this the same cube? It must look same or different, right? She nods, like, oh yeah, this is the cube, but I guess you didn't die. Which is good, because this was by far the grossest way they ever saw you die. You've seen us die other ways? Oh, yeah. There was the the dark lady that killed you. There was the guy with the red hair. Uh, there's lots of people who've killed you, but this one was definitely the grossest. Dark lady, guy with red hair. Are we getting this down? Mm-hmm. And there's, there's more children deeper within this place? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Maybe sure? I don't know. Since you didn't die, like... Maybe the visions just aren't that accurate anymore. Nevitz would like to see if he can hear anything on the other side of this door to the south. We'll start with the most immediate threats, I guess. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, give me a perception roll as you press your ear to this door. Uh, it's an adjusted six. <laughs> so, with your ear pressed up against this uneven wooden planks of this warped door, you can hear a muffled sound on the other end of something making noise, but you can't determine what. Luthander, Jericho, there may be people behind this door, possibly the children. I'm going to open it, but I want to make sure everyone else is back. And can I, can I have a listen first as well? Yeah. Let's see. Do I hear anything? Nevitz will stand back and have a sling bullet ready. I'll, I'll play your game. Do you hear anything? 19 on the die, plus 7, 26. Uh, you can definitely hear some very small voices whimpering from the outside of the door. You know, one of them saying, No, shh, be quiet. We don't want them to hear us. How about I, I swing the door open and you stand back? Nevitz goes and drags Adwale's body over somewhere in this area, just in case there's any kind of trap. Nevitz will stand back with his sling. Okay. And who's swinging the door open? Uh, I'm going to check for obvious traps and then... You don't see any obvious <laughs> traps. Sorry. I'm going to check for non-obvious traps. <laughs> Let's be really clear about language here. Yeah, that's okay. a stupid way to say it. The smile on your face was... I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, there doesn't appear to be any sign of yeah. the door being rigged. Okay. I'll get down on one knee uh, off to the side and st- stealthily and as quietly as possible push the door open. Looking at... Uh, I'm looking at Nevitz. See what his reaction is. I just see children. Yep. Uh, and as the, as the door creaks open, uh, you can see that there seems to be a small cavern carved in the surrounding bedrock. Uh, and within are a pile of crudely, hastily preserved bodies that appear to be of livestock, deer, random things you'd rather not identify, and then two small children in the back uh, trying their best to be small and quiet. Are they tied up, or are they just afraid? They're just afraid. And and Nevitz, you happen to recognize them as children who have recently been to uh, the Carnivale. Don't be afraid. I need you to leave this room and go find the other children at the back of the room. We're going to get you out of here as quickly as possible. Little girl nods a little fitfully and says, Is it safe? There were so many monsters in that that huge creepy thing that was eating everything else. Right now, those monsters are, are gone. There might be other monsters, so I need you to stay with the other children to stay safe, but we are going to get you home. What what do you remember? Um, who who brought you in here? Were you captured by other monsters, or were you captured by humans? Maybe wearing a symbol that looks like this, and he opens his book and shows them a skull with the buckwheat. So the girl furrows her brow a little bit. It's like, oh, we were, we were just playing in the woods at the edge of the carnival when some of those things found us and grabbed us. I was so scared because I, I told my mom I'd stay close and I, I didn't listen, but it was definitely the monsters. It wasn't that thing. I mean, that symbol, she points to the, the demon with the buckwheat. Like That's all around town. There's nothing to be worried about that. Where have you seen it around town besides on people? There's a lot of tattoos, but have you seen it in any buildings? Shakes her head slowly. It's like, no, no, no. Uh, just people mostly, you know, the the shiners, the the, the people who make the, the, the funny drink that all the adults seem to really like. 
when the when the monsters put you in this room, did you see them open up any containers, or have you seen them detective of any of these containers in particular? Looking around to the the broken crates, she shakes her head. It's like, no, no, they we haven't been here long, and they've only been coming here to get meat, lots and lots of meat. Do you know of any other children that you've seen, or are you the only two that you've seen? Just us. We thought we heard some other kids, but then there was a, a lot of fighting and shouting and all sorts of stuff going on. So we just tried to make ourselves small back here. Um, that's good. Please, uh, yeah, run out and go, go, go. Be with the other children at the back of the room, and we'll uh, figure out what to do. Nevitz will just do a, a quick check of if there's anything in here of value that we can possibly use. He's less interested in gold, and more interested in weapons, salves, potions. Would be amazing. Uh, let's see. Uh, give me a perception check there, Nevitz. A natural 20 for a 22. Yes. Okay, uh, you you win this time. Uh, so you see that uh, buried under the bodies, you can happen to see a what looks to be one of the hands, in its, still in its death, clenching the hilt of a strangely hewn axe. Uh, with a, a curved blade with a rune along the side of the haft. Okay. Which is one of the many fine items you can find as part of the gooey rewards that come with the Darkest Dream Adventure. Available at gooeycube.com. He will throw that in his backpack and make a silent prayer Ed Wally is going to make it through this as he uh, leaves the room to children and he relays all that information to Luthander and to Jericho. And then I guess the question... I, I don't know if we want to go down the stairs if we want to check the doors we've left behind us. What what are your thoughts? My thoughts are I want that axe. Looks like the text appears next to my head. <laughs> Walk oh. over there to the axe. Uh, yeah, he, he hands you the axe. And then he looks over to Lathander saying, Lathander, this, this may well be magical. Can, can you identify it or protect me while I ritual cast for the next ten minutes? Probably best to use the ring now. On what the axe? It seems to have arcane marks, but I, I don't know its properties. Jericho's like grinning and like kind of studying the edge of it and like running their finger kind of next to the edge there. Okay. We use the ring. Okay. And so you do identify that the ring happened. The ring identifies that the weapon found by Nevitz is a vicious battle axe, uh, one that does additional damage when it rolls a natural 20. But as a seven slashing damage, if you roll a natural twenty, on top of the other critical hit effects, Nevitz will pass that over to, to Jericho. Then back to the question at hand, Bender Jericho. I don't know how far we can move Atawale and Moore's body, especially Atawale's. Do we check further while we're on this level to see if there's some cache of potions? Maybe if it has a cache instead of cachet, the GM will give it to us. Which I appreciate. I do appreciate that. You you feel a a soft glow as if some divine power appreciates uh, your proper Hmm. pronunciation. And actually, it occurs to Nevis as he says that. He goes and searches, since we've found scrolls inside every other um, dais we found underneath this complex. He does a full search of the the podium, the whatever they were doing sacrifice, on the altar to see if there's any hidden compartments or if there might be something hidden inside of it. If there's any sort of arcana uh, role that needs to be done, I, I, I can do that while we're looking for compartments. Okay. 
So Nevitz, give me another perception check on this altar real quick. Natural eight for a ten. A ten. So no, the, uh, the altar appears to be solid stone with no identifiable compartments. There's the door across the way. Yeah. Uh, door across okay. the way and the stairs downstairs. I agree. We we can't. We've got to work out which direction we're going, and then move up or everyone. Down. Well, up, down, or well, I mean, but we want to get up, right? We need to get up. Yes. We fell in a hole. Yeah. So we did fall in a hole. Some of the hole. Fell, jumps, you know. Holes were entered. Jericho, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you if you can stand guard over the bodies. I'll check the door across the way, Luthander, if you would be able to help me. Yep. I nod, and I, like, uh, kind of, like, run my finger along the axe. I'm just, like, looking around. If anything comes up the stairs, send us a, some kind of a signal, and we'll race back. Yeah. You'll uh, hear it. We're going to stealth this, right? Yeah. If you're moving as stealthily as possible, please give me a stealth check, Luthander. Just a 20 for Nevitz. That is a 18 plus. Can't remember. Okay. Yep. You are. You are both incredibly uh, plus stealthy. Eight, 26. Yeah. Barely making a squeak as you move along the stones towards this warped ancient door. Uh-huh. Then what do you do? What What can we see when we examine the door? Uh, it seems to be a door with a, a door handle. <laughs> normal wooden door. Uh, it's it's quite badly aged and warped, but does not appear yeah. to be barred and could. Swing freely if you opened it. Shall we listen? Both of us. Yeah, yeah. Nevitz nods. He does his shitty perception. That's a four for the halfling. Yeah, uh, everything seems fine on Nevitz's end. I think it's good. Uh, I think we should go. Yeah. Doing great. Um, and seven on the die plus seven is 14. 14. Uh, so, Lathander, you don't hear anything, but there is a smell on the other end. A quite rancid smell. And is it does it open towards us or inwards, the door? Uh, it swings in. Okay. Swing to- so if it tell- swung towards you, it blocked the hallway. There'd be a fire hazard. So. It'd be so much better to block as well. Uh, all right, Nevitz, I can smell something. And I can't really describe it. It's just something not nice. No, they're right. Yep, it smells really bad. Okay. There's something, in, there's something that smells really bad in there. Nevitz will back up to get a straight on shot with his sling and he'll look for you to open the door and step aside I'll repeat the last effort open the door slowly we boldly appreciate your your door opening endeavors and Lathander as the door swings open uh, inside is just this awful charnel house smell just permeating the air uh, and there's rotting, half-eaten carcasses of livestock and some humanoid figures scattered around the room, just all all splattered. They're like this is a place of, of feasting for the Gamithians that worshipped the Gooey Cube, uh, along with some beds that look like they. This was clearly their their campsite here. Okay, we can't see anything in the room. Anything alive? It's all dead. Take just it. it just smells wretched. Let's, let's, uh, and so, okay, so it's another quarter sort of pizza shape thing, uh, room. And is that a door in the north there, Nate? That is a door in the north. 
Yes. And is that a collapsed section of wall? Yeah, a partially collapsed wall with the earth coming okay. in. Yep. Shall we search? There's the a hum- door to the north. Yeah, searching all the humanoid bodies. Search the humanoids. Searching the piles that they've been sleeping on, just searching for anything of use. As you boldly loot the bodies, uh, wedged therein, you find mostly just detritus, but you find two things of interest. Uh, one, uh, in the satchel of one of the bodies, is a strange twisted spike of iron, the glowing red tip. And the other an item that I can't find in the cards. There it is. Okay. Is a, a filthy, blood-spattered hide tunic and it seems strangely untouched by uh, the rest of the carnage. We've used up the, the ring for the day. I, if if you can give me ten minutes, I will ritual cast. I will identify what these two items are. They seem to radiate magic of some sort. Assuming you're nothing attacks. You're taking attacked. ten minutes then to... to so yeah. You're taking ten minutes. So you're taking ten minutes to Ritually uh, identifying these items. Um, yeah. And as you do, uh, Jericho is left babysitting the their two unconscious friends and no less than four rescued children now. And, uh, and as Jericho is there watching over this wayward flock, Smedley turns to Jericho. So, are you no Lathander? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Like, What's the coolest thing Lysandra's done? <laughs> he does a lot of leaning. <laughs> oh, like like dramatically? Like heroic leaning? No, no, just regular leaning. Oh, but I bet he looks super cool doing it. Sure, kid. Man, I hope I can lean like that someday. Yeah, it's that gangster lean, you know? He's the best. Wow, I'm so jealous of you. Some got it. Wow, with mm-hmm. it. What's it going to be like? You're going to get to to travel with him all over the world doing hero stuff? Well, that's kind of what we do, yeah. Oh, man, I wish I was a Hanatoth. Man, do you think if I asked my mom, she would let me become a Hanatoth? I could be like the Thander? I don't know. You should ask her. That's a great idea. Oh, but what if she says no? That'd be terrible. Hmm. You think I'd just, like, come anyway? Signed by me. He's about like, oh, this is best. All right, you're... You're really cool. Like, you're the second coolest person I know after Lysander. Oh, wow. What an honor. And uh, the, meanwhile, Nevitz completes the ritual cast. The the, the armor is it's above average, and it actually has resistance to acid. It, uh, more importantly, this wand will allow us to use it today. We can do several charges to, to cast uh, small missiles of fire. An acid resistance would have been useful for uh, more as well. I, yeah, I the no- sequence of the other rooms didn't quite work out for you, but it would have really, really helps. I have yeah. uh, no need of armor. Do you, do you wear heavy armor, or this type of armor, or not really? Wear any armor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've got. Uh, what type of armor am I wearing? This is twelve plus dex. So if you don't have anything better than that, you should wear this. Twelve plus dex. Yeah, I'm fifteen. Class, so that'd be ten to eighteen. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you can throw that on. All right. I'll put it on. Even more inclined to let you open the next door. <laughs> Do you continue to press your luck? Uh, I think the answer is we have a three hundred pound brother that we cannot move. Like we are in <laughs> desperate search for healing potions. 
if I can just get Adwali up, he can carry more. Like, I, I only need one <laughs> potion to make it out of here, but I need one potion for certain. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Revivify wouldn't work in this sort of situation, would it? Not unless we kill Adi first. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you could make Which good creative with this. It's yeah. been a theory that Adwale put forward about eight episodes ago. Well, here we go. It's time. Do it. <laughs> and let What's them see the, you uh, do it. Wait, do you get all your spell slots back if you die? Yeah. Can you please kill me? It's like a long rest. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> You've totally got this. Okay. Don't kill more. Let her curse out the gods for a while, then bring her back. Mm, She'll yeah. love her. Totally fine. Mm. I do have an axe. I'm not saying no. <laughs> do it. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, is this an, another Lathander door opening? Door. The, yep. Yeah. The final door opening. Oh, it's the final. That's a 13 plus 7, 20 listening. So the other side, you can hear just barely. It's like so faint, it almost seems like an illusion at first. The chirping of birdsong. Okay. Probably really good or really bad. I'll uh, scurry over to Nevitz and relay that information. Say, do you agree we open it? Nevitz just pulls out the wand and silently nods. All right. I will check for traps. Check for those traps. All right. Please do tell me what you get. That's a two plus seven. It all looks trap free. I am swinging that door open. Swing that door wide open. And as you throw the door open, you can see... Uh, that inside the rubble and the scattered bones on the floor and more of these ruined tapestries, uh, you can see a staircase from which the dim light is filtering down from above. So it appears that this is, in fact, the way out of the tower. Do we recognize the source of the bird chirping? Uh, I mean, outside, above, you can you can hear the sounds of the forest around you. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can... Move the bodies. I, I think we need to take our way out now. Yep, agree. Uh, Lathander, give me a. Oh, never mind. You went the other way. <laughs> uh, Lathander, give me, give me ye old perception check inside of the room. Okay. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. So, Lathander, as you uh, look up the staircase, you are struck with a sudden sense of deja vu. And as you, you know, get closer to where you can see the, the clouds above and some of the, the sun setting in the distance, uh, you realize you've seen this place before. That when you touch the dagger and <sighs> use the sending, you saw this room. Wow. To clarify, is this where the woman was when she, like, made Luthander? Yes, this was where the, uh, the, the person who talked to Luthander with the uh, via... The mechanical bird was here. And so, Lathander, uh, as you look around, you can see the telltale signs carefully hidden as if someone had been, it was clearly accustomed to living in the wilds and, and being able to leave minimal trace of their passing. You can see where there is the, the telltale signs of a camp, uh, along with stuffed under the stairs is the corpse of a green gamithian horribly desiccated with two black fletched arrows sticking out of its body. You also can see under the body uh, something that looks 
glinting, almost like a metallic uh, reflection in the dim light. Hmm. I'm looking back at my notes here. I didn't actually note down the space. As in, I noted down what happened, not what the space looked like. So I'm trying to remember if this is where the uh, uh, that lady was. It's where the lady was. Yeah, it is. Okay. Thank you. Uh, all right. That looks like it's going to be hard to get out of as well. <laughs> Carrying two bodies. It's going to be a hike for sure. So let's, should we, I'll, uh, so I'll nod my head at the, uh, at the desiccated corpse, point it out to Nevitz and also the, basically I'll just relay that information because this fair, is, I say, this is, this is where that, that vision I had. If he the points lady out- who said you're smart or lucky you won this round but will not win. The crazy lady with the red the, with the hawk. This is where she was. Lysander pointed out the glinting metal underneath the Gamithian. Devitz will pull at the item and see if it's necklace, ring, sword, whatever it might be. Potion. It's two distinct items. Uh, the first is a a charred silver coin with this intricate pattern along it. On one side is a distinctly elvish face, and on the other side is a is this elaborate web pattern. Okay. I do a history check to or you some sure kind of can. check to determine what Hist- that is. History that check away. I assume history check not- DC is sixteen. Does this have anything to do with Vedestria or no? I would have advantage if it does. It does not. But I admire your gumption. 13 on the die, plus one in history, so 14. No, but uh, you can tell this is clearly a, a, an ancient coin, and this kind, this this ability to mint something perfectly circular is not common in Verdestia, but you're, you don't know what the specific origins are. And the second item? The second item is a, is a tiny silver bell. So Nevitz will very, very carefully pick it up by the uh, the clacker to make sure it doesn't make any noise. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you were going to ring it. And then um, he will look over to Lathander and kind of give the nod again, like, will take me ten minutes to figure out if this is magical. It's not magic. I'll save you the trouble. Okay. Uh, if, if it doesn't radiate any kind of magic, then I will just carefully wrap it so the clacker does not hit against the side and put it in my pouch. And then look to Lathander. I... I I think our only hope is to try to carry all the bodies out. Maybe if the children can carry more, the rest of us can can move at Wale. I think that's the working plan. How many small children does it take to move a teenager? <laughs> move a giant? Good question. Well, no, I mean, I figure, I figure three teenagers can move a giant. I'm hoping four adolescents can move a teenager. If it helps, I have negative two strength, so how much can I really weigh? <laughs> Depends on what's your constitution. No, no. Yeah, that's true. I follow uh, your logic there, though. I mean, yeah, I get seventeen um, plus three constitution. So okay, uh, so, so I think that the uh, you know four children uh, could probably inartfully drag carry more somewhat effectively. Given yeah, the given me. the size comparison, Nevitz will lead the children in carrying more, and then um, <laughs> if the three can carry Edwali, we are going to try to move. Up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, and so uh, with that, uh, it is going to be a 
a painful, slow, agonizing, uncomfortable drag carry up the stairs. But uh, inevitably, uh, with no opposition in front of you, you eventually reach the fresh air and snowy exterior outside the tower. And do we recognize the location of this tower? Uh, is this anywhere near the well, or is it? Do we have any idea where we? I mean, we we can't be that far from the tattoo parlor, yeah. presumably. So uh, once you ex- exit the tower, you can hear distantly the sounds of the Carnivale through the forest. We start making our way back, unless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, we mm-hmm. we make our way back. Am I getting a short rest during this time? <laughs> if I'm unconscious, <laughs> I was being carried. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a. a a fair question. Yeah, I think you are short resting currently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seems legit. You know, given that uh, that that you are <laughs> not doing anything else at the moment, let's uh, let's give you all a short that short rest that you crave. Uh, so, Adwale and more, please take a short rest. Not that it does anything for me, but you can spend no hit, a hit die to I have not hit points. Did that a long time ago. Ah, well, then never mind then, Adwale. You have hit dice to spend? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think the only person with hit die is Nevitz, and he is currently not resting as he's trying to lug Moore's body. Yeah. Nevitz is doing great. Um, he's doing all the things. Everyone's doing just fine. But uh, but as you you approach the outer edges of, of the carnival, uh, you can see the, the the first person to spot you from from the distance is Kalnase. And she, she she gives out a shout and runs up, seeing you with this bevy of children and uh, you know, dragging Adwale and carrying more. You just, you, you're, you're back. We, we were still down in the well when we heard what happened. And good gods above, look, first, what were you thinking going down there? And do you have any idea how brave you are to have done such a thing and saved these children? I sense if this is a trap. This seems like a trap. Insight. Mm. Insight. Mm. 18 on the die for a 22. 22. Uh, Kelnasi seems to be totally genuine in her, her praise slash admonishment of you. Uh, the uh, we, we were just exploring the tattoo parlor when the sinkhole gave way. It it sucked down Bezzy and, and Smedley. We, we didn't have any choice in the matter. But there was two additional children down there and there, there's many bodies that have been consumed. Are we, are we striking camp? Are we, are we leaving this, this place? I've already given you the warnings that, that we've put together from our, from our previous investigations, but I think Mayor Odal has some kind of deal with the Duna Hadrine, and I, th- I think they're after the Hanatas. So she, you see the look of concern on her face as she, she kind of puts her palm to Nevitz's forehead to check for fever. Young Nevitz, have, have no fear. This is Dark Tide Eve. As soon as the fireworks are finished, the tents are being struck, we load the caravan, and we will be off on the road. We will not see this place for quite some time. What I'm trying to understand right now is, what must you have faced down there? And goodness, it was, it was really just the five of you that, that did this, that fought these things and, and saved these kids? This does not seem like Kelnase. Like, no. This, uh, as you're any- talking, you, you see, you see the the familiar green face of uh, of 
Cray the Blade uh, also saunter up and look down, looks at Nevitz, looks at Lathander, looks at Jericho, and sees the, the rest of the, the crew. I give him this, this skinwalker stare back, just wide-eyed. Nevitz, what happened? The sinkhole that pulled down the tattoo parlor. It pulled in both Vezzi and the local boy, Smedley, and so we went in after them. We were able to escape and uh, come back up here with the two children that were also down there. Interesting to see Prey look, look almost incredulous. He looks again to Nevitz, to the children, at Walling's like, just so I understand, Ed Wally went down, and you saved these people? Ed Wally just did much to help us before he fell unconscious. And you see, Cray nods like, that makes sense. Still, this is a good job, mostly, somewhat. Jericho is still, like, wide-eyed, staring at him, at him, waiting for him to make eye contact. And then... Craig glances over to Jericho to make eye contact. Do just stare for a long moment. Nate staring contest. Was this a was this slightly misspoken by um, the GM? Because I don't recall Nevitz actually said there were any monsters below ground, but Kalnasi assumed that there were. Oh, yeah, I just that was just, I just assumed that you said the monsters. Okay, fine. Like all of a sudden, I was just like, it's it's you know body snatchers scenario. Okay. I'm Two less monsters, like I just figured that you just like got in a big uh, pillow fight down there. Okay. Then I'm 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 willing to take the compliment and creative uh, closure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm wondering. Wait, are they confused? Is there is there a sinkhole in the tattoo parlor, or is that gone? Crape hitches his thumb back toward the camp. Says, "They told us about the sinkhole. They sent a runner to the well. The well was empty. Nothing there. Stinks terrible. The spider things are creepy, but." No loot, couldn't get past the door. And someone comes and says, You've disappeared, children missing, monsters in the carnival, but somehow you lived and saved everyone? You see him, him, him put his hand on his hip and consider Nevitz for a moment. I don't know that we saved Improbable, everyone. Improbable, but impressive. <laughs> you couldn't open the door? Was there purple smoke near the door? Nasi nods and says, that metal door, we, we tried forcing our way past it. Borag gave it a hell of a kick with his boot, and it started spewing out black smoke that was awful. We had to retreat. Inside the purple, inside the room with the purple mist, did you go inside the, the hole in the middle of the room, or did you not go in? No, that's the door they can't open. <laughs> no, there's, 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 there's I think two, that's the, the gargoyle there. door that they couldn't open, yeah. I think. Oh, right, right, right. And the, uh, Cray gives a, a, a shake of his head. No, the mist, some sort of poison. We could see in the hole, but no one was dumb enough to climb into that thing. That makes sense. Oh, you throw something in and it comes out. Is it um, possible for us to to hand over our responsibility as Zadis and possibly rest? If if it's if there's anyone who still has any magical energies left uh, to heal Edwale. And more. I think we'd like to make sure we share any notes with them to make sure we're not missing anything to report to the Bonduran Council. Cray gives a, gives a nod. As much as I hate to admit it, we've done enough for today. Reaches into his pouch and he, he pulls out two healing potions. Get your friends on your feet. Get yourself a drink at the tent. Relax tonight. Tomorrow, back to work. 
Nevitz uh, uncorks the first one, and he uh, administers it to Moore. And when she opens her eyes, the first thing he says is, we've been allowed to take a long rest. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then he goes and he administers it to Edwale. Bottoms up, bitches. Uh, and as Edwale opens his eyes, you did it, brother. You failed it with that final swing. You're a liar. I don't feel the satisfaction. Where are we? Well, we've been allowed to go to the drinking tent. Cray says we're done for the day. Ale! I need dead. ale. Uh, and you, Kalnasi gives, uh, gives a smile. Borag will be so proud of you when he hears of this. Where is, uh, where is Borag now? She, she looked at, she gestures back to the Carnival and says, the moment he came back, a, a bunch of officials from the town came in, some hubbub there, and he's been dealing with them, trying to keep them from rummaging through the camp. I think we have it under control, but the sooner we get out of here, the better. What sort of hubbub? We glare at Luthander as he asks more questions. <laughs> <laughs> was, was one of the individuals in charge a, a red-headed nobleman, by chance? You see Kalnasi give you a, a, a strange look, like, how did you guess that? Vezi had a vision. I th- I think our day might not be done yet. Why? See Vezi run up and, and she, she tugs the sleeve of, of Nevitz's shirt. But by the way, that's nine hit points for both Moore and for Luthe- uh, and for Edwale. I rolled fours and threes yeah. on both those. And the Vezi looks up to Nevitz and says, I also had a vision. And I got some more Humber nuts. <laughs> <laughs> She's back. Let, let's do that on the way. And Nevis wants to start fast moving back towards the Carnivale. Okay. Uh, uh, and as, anyway. as you move... Uh, I'm sorry, what was that, Lothander? I was going to ask if there's any... There's, uh, can we all get some uh, healing potions? I'm, I'm running on six hit points out of 11. I sure, when you get back to camp. <laughs> Fine. I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> Uh, so, t- t- as you, you, you hustle back, uh, you, you get to the edge of the camp when you have uh, you, you hear the, the, the distinctive jingle jangle of, uh, of a jester's hat as a as your friend Zani cartwheels up. Oh, wow! Everybody's been talking about you guys. What's the big deal? What's, what's, no. the, what's the rumor, Zani? What, what, are, what have people been talking about? Oh, you know, people said you fell in a big hole. Yes, that's that's the long and the short of it. Oh, oh that's a relief. I can't tell you like, what would I have done if I didn't have my favorite people here to share all the good times with. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. That's nice, Zani. Um, what has been going on in the camp? We hear there's been local officials rummaging around. Have you heard what they're looking for? Oh, yeah, something about the rumors of us kidnapping children and turning them into sausages. You know, typical small-minded local stuff. (laughs) He just hat jingle jangles as he tosses his head back and forth. Uh, Nevitz looks back at Luthander and then looks at Smedley and looks back to Luthander. And he's like, Luthander, I think you might want to take the lead on this. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not talking to Zan either. And Zani puts a puts a hand on Lathander's shoulder and says, You know, a lot of people just think I'm a clown, but I've got some depth, you know? Like, 
I just want to know. I'm always looking out for you guys. When? <laughs> Name one time. Well, what about the fire? I totally helped with the fire. I brought two buckets. I didn't know. you inevitably <laughs> dumped on Nevitz. Minor details. No, I'm here for you when it counts. Sensing oh. murderous intent that I'm about to murder Zani. I'd hide behind uh, Jericho to calm myself. Oh, well, well, don't worry. We'll have plenty of time after fireworks to catch up, but I can't wait for a long caravan ride with some of my favorite friends. He does a, 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 he does a backflip and then scampers back into camp. Can we get rid of him? Please, please. <laughs> you pull out my axe. Uh, I don't think we. Uh, I don't think we want to turn up with a bunch of missing kids without checking with Cray and others about the best way to handle that. Uh, yeah, actually, so yeah, we Sm- Smedley. I mean, Smedley will obviously vouch for us. <laughs> well, you Smedley got the, will um, vouch for you. <laughs> uh, out of character here, Luthander got the merit stuff with the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also true. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you might be our best ambassador there, Luthander, especially with Smedley's testimony. Okay. Well, we're going to just check with Cray et al. and the, uh, what the deal is uh, if we happen to have turned up with a bunch of kids that we rescued that they think we stole to turn into sausages. Cray uh, looks to Luthander and says, sooner we get the kids out of our hair, the better. We're leaving tomorrow. As long as you don't cause a fight, it should all blow over. All right. Let's go. Hi, um, Cray or Kalnese. Would one of you overlook us handing over the children to make sure that nothing happens? I have a feeling something will happen, and I just want ale. <laughs> and Kalnese says, Of course, and, and Borag's there too. We'll make sure that everyone knows the true story and the facts of what you've done for this town and these kids. I pull out a little flask and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to um Adewale and be like, uh here you go, buddy. <laughs> like Oh, I still got the one I took from more. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna need that back. Later. <laughs> fair, fair. We can share. And you can see that uh, that as you enter the, the center of the carnival, there's indeed Borag, and you also see uh, Brayon, the caravan master, you know an old man of, of of some some years, although even though he's blind, still in good fighting shape. Uh, but Borag and Brian, uh both discussing something in a fairly tense manner with about 20 armed guards, uh, all clad in the tunics and tabards of the town, uh, with one man unarmed, uh, unarmored, uh, standing between them, uh, who seems to be leading the, the discussion. Also, while we're going through camp, I want to just make sure there's no dead bodies because I saw that vision before we jumped down or fell down the hole. So, like, I just want to make sure there's no lingering presence of that. So, can I ritually detect, um, cast, uh, detect magic? Sure. Uh, ritual cast detect magic. All right. What was it? Necromantic energy again. Right. So it's within. So you'll pick up anything within thirty feet of you. Okay. Uh, so who's leading the, the charge here in this conversation? Uh, Luthander. Yeah, with the uh, with Mister Cranky Pants. <laughs> okay. So so how do you interject here, Luthander, between these 
you know, Borag and Brayon, the caravan master, and then these many, many guards. I will go up, I will go up to Borag, touch him on the shoulder, and just whisper in, in his ear that we've, we've, we've rescued the children first. Okay. Borag, Borag turns to Lothan, you see this immediate wave of relief over his face. Uh, first, that you are safe, and then even more so when you just tell him about the children. You see him give that a kind of sly, knowing smile as he, he, he just sort of affectionately bops his fist against your chest and says, Borag knew Zatis would make proud today. Two points of damage. <laughs> and as, uh, as, as Lathander slides up, uh, you see the, across, standing across from Borag, uh, this tall, very well-dressed, you know, finely dressed man uh, in, in a fur cloak, and a well-fitting tunic sizes you up. And he gives a, a broad smile. Says, oh, I think I might have heard you, lad. I heard uh, a couple old folks talking about some heroes in the Zati camp. And after all, told myself, heroes now, those are a rare thing in this world. Something to keep your eye on. Well, you know, I just had to come and see it for myself. And as you approach, uh, more your detect magic triggers uh, on one of the rings on this man's hand with the, the, the very perceptible pulse of necromantic magic. And as more approaches, he, he turns to give oh, her a smile. No. He turns to give her a smile and says, Oh, alas, why do you seem very familiar all of a sudden? Do you and I have a mutual friend? And that's where we'll pause for the week. <laughs> oh, that just got oh. spicy. We oh, trust nothing. Him. We trust nothing in this world anymore. Even Kalnase. As soon as so, <laughs> so embittered. That, that was I mean that, that was the uh, the the fever yeah, talking on that one. Like, oh yeah, monsters. There must have been monsters, but oh, yeah, no. Kalnasi is not a shapeshifter. At least uh, not in this book, I think. But uh we'll... not till book two. Yeah, that's a future you problem. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Visions Veiled and Violent, a D&D actual play of Gooey Cube's darkest dream adventure from the Red Star Rising campaign. Check out all their amazing content at gooeycube.com. Also, a special thank you to Tabletop Audio for providing the fantastic music that accompanied this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please like, rate, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And, if you can... Help us out by supporting us at Patreon. Remember, you don't know the burden others have carried to arrive at your gaming table, so be kind. Safe travels until next week when we return to Visions Veiled and Violent.